the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast in the world for loan officers by loan officers. Uh, My name is Kellen Vaughn in the Next Level podcast studios today. And uh, listen, if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this and you're not part of our uh, top producer huddle uh, community. We'd love to extend an invite to you. Uh, you can check us out over at becomenl.com. Again, becomenl.com. You can learn all about Next Level and check us out over there. I'll tell you one of the things that we're talking about today, and I'm joined in the studio with a good friend, a fellow Next Level community member, um, my good friend, Steve Austin. Steve, welcome. Happy to be here. I appreciate being being graced with the opportunity. Oh, listen, uh, pleasure's all ours. Steve's been in the group for a while, great leader uh, down in the Florida area. What part of Florida? You're in West Palm, you said? Yeah, Palm Beach area. Palm Beach. Okay. More north Palm Beach and like Jupiter to Quest if we're getting technical, but yeah. and we're going to start hitting some names most people won't know. Hey, we've got a good Florida audience that's listening to this podcast. They're going to know exactly where you are. So Steve and I were just having a conversation right before we started recording this. And I was just talking about kind of the quality of loan officers that are out there in the market today. And I firmly believe, in fact, if you're a member of Next Level, we've been talking about this for some time on our weekly coaching calls. But I firmly believe that there is a large portion of unqualified non-professional loan officers that exist in the marketplace today. You'll probably say the same thing for realtors as well. And they all came into the market in 2020-ish when refinances were literally raining down from the sky. And you know we had a hard time just keeping up and closing all the business that was there. And so you had a lot of guys that jumped into it who became experts at refis. And now they're trying to transition to a purchase market and boy, it's rough. And, and I'll give you a quick example, and then I'm going to have Steve share a little bit. We recently, in the last two weeks, we've had two deals come over to us from other lenders where the lenders had just royally missed something. I mean, and put these people in a really bad situation. One of them was a, a VA borrower who had uh, previously used their uh, benefits, and this lender got them all the way down the line. They went had earnest money that went hard. And then basically told him, hey, because you've used it before, you can't use it again. And uh, just really terrible advice. And, and they ended up having to cancel the contract and lost their earnest money. I mean, this is just wild stuff. And so, you know, it, it, it hurts my heart that that loan officers get such a bad rap because I feel like we do a great job of educating folks. But I truly be- I believe that there's a lot of these folks out there and they've been eating away at your business for the last 24 months. The good news is they're going to work themselves out of the market uh, very as, as quickly as they came in because they're just not going to be able to sustain on a purchase on a purchase side. But you and I see we're talking about the quality of loan officers and just some of the things that we really do different. So go into I know you were talking about hey one of my kind of superpowers is really um, you know really caring, really going the distance for the customer, really diving into the scenario. Give us a little detail on kind of some of that stuff you were sharing. Yeah, for sure. It's um. You know, it's something we'll always deal with, right? There's in every industry, there's people that are going to be really good at it and really bad at it. And that's kind of something, I mean, we may deal with at a higher percentage. Maybe we just think it is because we're here. Um, but, you know, it's it's a 
battle because I think it's when you talk to someone, they want to buy houses, a giant transaction for them. And I think a lot of people get scared to say, I don't know or not know exactly everything up front. And most people, when you have a first conversation with them, especially with all the information they can get online now, you know, sure. they're coming to me as, as the expert. Mm-hmm. So we got to start there and figure out what do I need to correct? Where are we really at? What, what are you actually looking to do? So to me, it's really important up front, like in the, those calls and conversations is how much can I let you talk to tell me like, what do you really want to accomplish? I don't really care what the daily national average rate is or conventional this FHA that like, what are you trying to accomplish with this purchase? And I think it's important dialing all that in so we can, all right, well, now we can focus on like, what actually is a scenario and what makes sense for you? Um, Rate and everything I try to have to be the last thing that we talk about and really not talk about it unless you're really doing a full pre-approval because it's, uh, I think it was from, from one of our events, honestly, uh, I forget who said it, but it was a guy was like, you know, you come in the bank and, and ask me for, Oh, well, what's your rate? It's like rate place down the street said 4%. It's like, all right, well, three, eight, seven, five. It's like, whatever Mm -hmm. you tell me, they say, like, I'll say less because we're each at this. I don't know. Like, sure. Um, so it's like, I think if we can't take the time to try to re-educate them on what their scenario might be and maybe correct any misinformation that they have. And I also think it's okay to tell someone straight up, be like, man, that's an interesting thing. I'm not really sure, but this is how we look into it. Let me find you the answer. Yep. Um, having to just have an example with a guy that lead from a realtor that I work with and the guy's base level scenario, you're like, oh my God, this is great. You're going to be fine had a short sale in the beginning of 21 Mm. telling me how great he was for the 24 years prior and never missed a house payment. And I'm like, that's all beautiful, but this is the most recent thing. This is where you're at kind of based on that. We have to look in the non QM world. Didn't like the rates, obviously. Sure. It's like, I told him like, Hey, it's it. No, it's not as good as a conforming loan. That's a hundred percent factual, but this is your scenario. It gets you into a house. You're not paying this crazy rent. That's going to, I mean, arguably crazier than the purchase. I don't know what you guys are seeing in your area, but I mean, we're having people call us and say their rent's going up a thousand bucks. Well, and, and that rent's a hundred percent interest versus right. maybe the eight and a half he was getting non-QM. You know, ex- exactly. And stayed in touch. We do like our weekly follow-up. He's looking, not really sure. And then out of the blue, he calls, he's in contract waived his financing contingency. Some other lender told him it's no problem with that that short sale because they don't have any overlays. I'm like, well, mm. super, they may not have any overlays, but it happens to be a rule that we all have to follow regardless. Right. Strung them along for three days, five days, and now we're you know, in contract. I think he signed a contract on like the 5th and we got started yesterday. And it's supposed to close April 5th on a waived financing contingency contract. It's like, Hey man, this is where you're at. We'll try everything we can. It's non QM, obviously a little bit harder. It takes a little bit more time, a little bit more hands off and underwriting and stuff, but you know, look at it as a, you know, we'll figure it out later. And if we can't, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of this, right. And you, you touched on it kind of right at the beginning and it's the, um, it's kind of the Dr. Google thing, right? It's like, (laughs) You know, I got like 
a pain in my arm and I go to my doctor and I'm like, Hey dude, I've already diagnosed this as like stage nine arm <laughs> cancer. Yeah. So probably just need to, you know, just take put, it. Yeah. Just probably just take it right here at the shoulder and, and we'll, I'll be on my way. Right. So doctors have been dealing with this, you know, with this like ed- more educated, maybe not in the right way, but more educated patient that comes in the door. And, and so we've got kind of the same problem, right? You know, customers come in all the time and or talk to us on the phone and they, they just have their facts all jumbled up. And and so it doesn't, right. you got to get them all squared away first. And you, you had a great, um, well, we were talking before the, the, before the show, you had a great uh, thing you were saying of like how to kind of overcome some of that stuff, right? Like if they say something like, like, Hey man, that rate sounds just outrageous or, you know, boy, that's really high. Well, you kind of had a comment to combat that a little bit. Yeah. I think it's, it's really powerful. I mean, in almost every aspect of life and in, in industry, but I think for us, especially and especially in these times, is just asking that second question and leaving it more open ended. Like, I think a how so is really, mm. really powerful in what we can do. And you talk to people and they tell me, like, ah, hey, your rate's four and a half percent. Like, oh, that seems high. I'm like, well, how so? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. make them give me an answer. Like, right. I'm not going to say anything else. I, I need you to tell me why you think that what are you comparing it to where are you hearing that and they go well my brother-in-law refied like a year ago for 2.99 yeah, um, like i and then i say yeah i, I bet it did yeah. like that that makes sense we're today mm-hmm. and it's uh you know you can't sell your stock today for what it was worth yesterday yeah. and it's everything in the economy is more expensive right now right gas houses insurance everything's going up and for some reason there's this stigma on what we do in our industry that, well, mortgage interest rates have to be the only thing that didn't increase. Everything <laughs> else is inf- inflation's up. Everything else is up. But like, we're probably, my rate should still be 3%, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then same thing. It's like, well, why, why do you think that? What are you hearing? Yeah. Well, you know, and I'll tell you the other thing too, in a rising, and again, I'm not saying anything that the listeners or you don't know, but, It'll just lead into my next point is, you know, when <clears throat> when you have a rate in a rising rate environment, all of a sudden you move to the fours or heck, even when we move to the threes, right? And a borrower would call in and they're expecting to hear something in the twos, right? So even if you threw them a two nine nine, they're like, great, cool, move forward. But you put a three in front of it. Right. And now they need to go shop around because they feel like something's amiss, right? Something's not right. You put a four in front of it or four and a half. And it's like, man, I got to go, I got to go shop. So your, your customer base becomes a little smaller because of just the amount of people that can afford to buy right now. But then you also, you lose that rate shopper who goes and shops around. And to your point, what we were talking about before, the last guy wins, right? Because the last guy's going to go, what, what did the last lender said? Four, four and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I got you at 4.49 all day long. You know, no problem. Yeah. No problem. So, you know, that's something that we have to kind of, you know, um, uh, work on and, and combat against, you know, yeah. out in the marketplace. Yeah. And I think, um, that's why like in my conversations with people, I try to leave rate for like the last thing we're talking about sure. when we're going over pre-approval. So it's, you know, really what the three things people care about the most, their rate, their monthly payment and how much money they got to spend out of pocket. So, Hey, you're out of pocket, be roughly this and the monthly payment, you know, 
$2,500. Like, how's that sound? Does that seem in range with what you were thinking? No. Yeah, that's great. That's exactly what I was thinking range. Right. Okay, great. Well, what would my rate be? I was four, seven, five today. It's like, Oh, that rate seems high. It's like, yeah, but the payment works. So it's mm-hmm. like, we know the rate's not an indicator of like, you can't afford it. Right. Now it's like, all right, well, how so? Why do we think it's high? You think it should be four and a quarter? All right. Well, you could pay for it. You know, that changes your payment. $80. Is that worth the six grand? What are you right. doing with the house? And I think the more we can inform on that aspect, it's helpful. And like kind of we talked about b- before we started recording too, like people look at this as a whole where it's like, I'm buying this house and I'm getting this 30 year loan. And that means I'm going to pay this back for 30 years, right. even though we all know they're, they're definitely not, you know, even especially now, like I can speak from experience. My wife and I had a first house. We were there for a couple of years. Even in those couple of years, we did some refis. You know, you buy your other house, you sell that. Like we're in the new one for, you know, it'll be going on two years now. It's like, maybe yeah. I'll be in this loan for now, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, oh, listen, life happens, right? Kids. Right. All kinds of know, things it's, change. Yeah. It's, and again, that's why I think, and I know Next Level's been such a, an influence on, on me and, and being able to grow is because, it is just, it's so much more of a focus point on the, on the education part. And how can I really be your expert in, in what we do and like what you're trying to accomplish? You want that in this transaction, because if you don't, you're going to pay for it in, in some capacity. Right. And it, I think the more we can let them know and understand the difference, Hey, you know, four, seven, five and like four and a quarter, like it's not $600. Like you yeah. need to understand what these differences actually are and is it worth, is going to PNC Bank, sorry, PNC, hmm. to, you know, because they're saying they got giving you a lower rate and the costs are lower and they're selling you this dream. Is that lower rate on paper worth losing this house? Yeah. Is it worth losing your, jeopardizing your deposit? And for some people it is and some it isn't. Sure. There's certainly a percentage of people that call us back and say, oh, this has been terrible. And you're like, oh, no way. Yeah. Well, and then you've got the bait and switch, right? So where they say right. it's one thing and it's really another. We we're on the uh, on our coaching call on Monday. <clears throat> we uh, one of our members was on, and she was saying it was actually a pretty pretty great idea. So she was saying they keep like a word document or a snippet with like three or four different rates that are available online, right? So like take a USAA a Wells Fargo and uh, a rocket. Like you can find the rates online and all their, their fine print. Right. So like how many points, what the credits. And so when you get that guy, you know, that you said that comes in and says, Oh man, four, seven, five seems a little high. And you go, how so? Oh, and, and he says, well, I think, I mean, I think I've seen rates lower recently. You go, you know what? Actually, let me, let me show you how confident we are. Here, I'm going to send this to you real quick. This is, these are today or yesterday's rates from Wells, Chase, um, USAA, and, and Rocket. Take a look at it, you know, and, and you maybe they look at that and they go, okay, well, maybe my my thoughts were were wrong. You go, yeah, I mean, we're we're right here um, with the rest of the market, you know, and, and that's just where market is. And unfortunately, right. it's moving it's moving so quickly that the news is half a point behind right. reality. And, right. and we've dealt with that forever, right? People would say, oh, I heard the rates move down. Yeah, it was like a week and a half ago, you know, that, not anymore. But 
Um, yeah, these, you know, these are conversations that as we're in this environment and, you know, maybe it'll slow down soon, but that we're going to continue to have. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in Nexo. We've been talking about this transition to purchase for eight months at Nexo and and preparing for it. And we continue to talk about it. We continue to try to implement new strategies um, and and get deploy things to our community, our next level community to help them, you know, combat this stuff, whether that's video prequels, um, you know, just getting more strategic in the conversations to your point, how to handle some of those objections, um, you know, and of course, we're always talking about ATMs, right? Actions that matter, the things that we do every day to make sure that we're continuing, you know, to build our business. So all yeah. of those things are going to be important as we kind of transition to this new market. For sure. And I think just something, you know, we're making more of an emphasis on now is uh, keeping informed on the market, right? Not just what is the numbers moving to, but why is it moving? Yeah. And getting that information forward to our partners and the people that are pre-approved. So especially in this market, right, it's taking people longer to get into houses. So we got to love on them and, and season with them for a little bit longer. And because we're having some of this volatility that's going on where, you know, you look at, hey, when I pre-approved you two weeks ago, your rate was four and a half and now it's four, seven, five may or may not affect like, I don't have to lower your purchase price. Right. But yeah you're going to like to know that. So kind of every week, you know, kind of emphasis on Fridays, weeks wrapping, we've paid attention to the updates, you know, shout out uh, MBS highway for for those and giving a little update to everybody. Hey, this is what happened in the market this week. This is where you're at. Um, You know, recently added lender logic uh, to the mix. For I was going to ask you if you were using the quick walls. Yeah. So you know, and I love that feature that they have on there to be able to go update, update rates kind of on the, just the one, one page, you can bang them all out and Hey, make sure, you know, we've updated your pre-approval. It's there. Check it out. If you have any questions, let us know. Hmm. So that way they're not in contract a week later or they get in contract that week. And, and then you're like, Hey, so the market did this last week. You're keeping them informed right? and kind of, you know, we're adding our value on a regular basis to hopefully combat any shop. And like, obviously it's always going to happen regardless of what the market does. There's yeah. always going to be those people. And I've been telling a lot more people when they ask me like, well, could I do better somewhere else? And I tell them like, listen, you can get cheaper, almost anything, mm-hmm. you know, it depends. It doesn't mean it's always good. That's right. And, you know, I could get a lot of stuff from the dollar store that I don't. Well, you know, you bring up two two great points and we'll kind of wrap with this is so I you know, shameless plug to Lender Logic's Quick Qual who just does phenomenal stuff. They're a they're a great technology. We've been using them for a while. I love their rate update feature too. So yeah, that that's great. Um great partner of ours. But you but you bring up something else too and you said, "Hey, we we like to keep people informed." especially our partners, right? And I think that may be something that a lot of loan officers miss is really educating those that refer you business because that's where the conversation starts a lot of times, right? That realtor may be having conversations about interest rates with that customer before they ever even apply with you. Right. And if your realtor's informed and, and preps that, conversation with yeah you know rates have really gone up and the customer goes oh really what, what like what are they at and, you know you you can expect four and a half you know now that customer goes oh man okay you know they're prepared for that conversation coming into that with you so 
I think that's really powerful because they can hurt you the other way. If they're ill-informed, then, right. then, then that borrower gets the prequel, shows it to their agent. Their agent goes, oh man, that four and a half is out, outrageous. Right. You know, let's, uh, you should go talk. You should get another opinion on that. Right. Uh, and there's yeah. certainly agents with plenty of opinions. Oh, no, there's no doubt. I'd rather them, I'd rather uh, form their opinions for them right. and, and have them advocating on, on my, my behalf rather than uh, coming up with their own stuff. Right. As right. I'm sure, you know, it's just, yeah. But well, dude, listen, <clears throat> this is great. And, and man, what a good conversation. Like I think a lot of loan officers listening to this just kind of appreciate, you know, some guys who are in the trenches, just talking about the realities of doing business today. And, yeah. uh, and this is the kind of stuff that we do at Next Level. Like we just talk through these problems. We come up with solutions and strategies that uh, help us all be better and uh, help us all to grow. So, man, thank you first and foremost for being part of our community, for being a leader in the group. Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming on and, and hanging out with me today. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, listen, like I mentioned at the beginning, if you're a loan officer, and you're not part of next level, come hang out with us. You can rub elbows with Steve at our next event. Or if you're down in the uh, South Florida area, uh, hit him up. I'm sure he'd uh, be happy to grab a cup of coffee. And uh, yeah, join us. uh, Check us out over at becomenl.com. And also you can watch us over on YouTube. We put all these up on YouTube. So if you want to see Steve and I chit-chatting today, then you can check it out there as well. Otherwise, we will catch you on the next episode of the next Level Loan Officers podcast. Thanks, everyone.